We never, I like, how long have we been doing this? And we do not know how to start. I know, the we should have like a, an intro. Like, I don't know, we'll think of it. Yeah, maybe we, whatever. You know, whatever. It's We're part recording of our time. this a little late. <laughs> and maybe. Apologies. I know. And Deanna and I, like, our resources are depleted, right? I'm tired. I feel like my resources well, I'll are just depleted. say, I went to, I went out drinking yeah. last night with our mutual friend. And then, <laughs> oh, I didn't even tell you, Indra. <laughs> Uh, we took scooters what? yesterday. Oh my God, while you were drinking? Well, we had one drink and we're like, do we do this or do we not? And then we scootered down to Rhino. And wow. this hasn't happened to me since I was younger. I left my credit card at a bar. Oh my, oh you know my God. That, like, that's, that's how you know school. you had a good night. At 3 a.m. Like, so you had to like go get it the next day and I just went and got it after going to a water park all day oh my gosh mm. yeah Deanna went to water oh world my God. and it hasn't family today. you know it hasn't changed when it's one of the pizza places called Cowabunga pizza and it's still it's Cowabunga. still Cowabunga pizza like 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 30 years later yeah. or whatever yeah. wow that's wild you know some things just never need to and Indra's in Vermont she's kind of living a different life right now <laughs> yeah. with no internet or access to anything so apologies to anyone who's been reaching out on Instagram and online like it's been rough like I haven't the Wi-Fi here is hard to get and it's very slow so and she's sleeping in her new yurt which sounds so fun yeah if you don't know what a yurt is it's basically like a really souped up is it like and, a studio? Um, yeah, but it's like a 700 square foot wow. studio. And it's got like a full kitchen and a bathroom. It's like nicer than our house and bold. So can you flush the toilet? <laughs> yeah, there's full plumbing, full electricity. It's, it's like a house. That's wild. The exterior is like a really souped up tent. So if you don't know about yurt life, mm -hmm. just like hashtag yurt life, Y-U-R-T. Look it up. I keep looking at it's myself. It's really cool. I'm so sorry. No, I, <laughs> I told Andrea today I look like different people every day and right now I look like Zach Braff not to brag <laughs> not to brag about how attractive I am right now oh my god if only we could all look like oh that. I don't you know, know what I realize Zach Braff and Dak Shepard look, look they, exactly they, the oh same oh my gosh when you started saying that yeah that is I actually wild. get them confused. Yes. I was like, is that Dak Shepard or Zach Brown? Okay, anyway, guys, what we're trying to say is um, there's potential issues with my audio too because yeah. I did haul all my equipment across the country, but um, potentially it's not working. So apologies if that's the case. But in any case, I think we should talk about this yeah. episode. It was super sized. Yes. We find out it's the penultimate episode of the season which i'm like that's like what the fuck so we had eight episodes season one and now we have nine like come on Throw guys you bone. could have at least done <laughs> right <laughs> they could have done 10 at least and so a bunch of them are going to be on watch what happens live it looks like five um, of them i just actually retweeted um it's going to be on wednesday and then After Thursday, the I think finale. Dolly Parton's going to be on on Thursday, which is like... Okay, well, that's thrilling. <laughs> but okay, so that that's like, the... that means that we're definitely not getting no. a reunion. Which... They're, 
That's fucked A up. lot of people are like, we're getting a lot of feedback from people. I'll just yeah. say the word enraged. <laughs> yeah, just say I it. mean, they, That's they're what enraged. It, it doesn't make sense that no. Below Deck has a reunion. Shaza Sunsets have reunions. Yeah. Below Deck Sailing has reunions. Yeah, Below Deck fucking Sailing. Which is a has fantastic a show. I can't I can't recommend it enough, but All I can say is at least they're bringing them on Watch What Happens Live and like I just like don't see how they can't them, have a season three. It just makes me yeah. upset because it's like Andy's not even being like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like, what executive no. producer is like, this is ridiculous. So when we were in Club Bravo, there were a lot of little nuggets and hype hypotheses. So this is the um, this is our clubhouse chat that we do weekly after yeah. each episode, which I missed most of it. So what did what someone did they say? was saying that they think they think or they knew that they put all the new PR people on the family karma? Oh, um, so that means it's like not like it's like what it's does that like mean? you probably like all the Bravo PR people. So it's like you probably get like the Bravo PR goats on like Beverly Hills, right? I'm guessing. And oh, like New okay. York. Yeah. And it's like all the newbies that's what they who don't know think. what they're doing. That's what was brought up. I didn't say it. I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it kind of seems like that. Yeah. Right? Like, and so that's why it's just like not like, like it's like <laughs> not getting as much love because it's like, yeah, not, I don't want to brag, but like, I think our Instagram account is better than the official. I didn't even know there was one. Do you know that I didn't even know there was one? It's not even worth looking at because yeah. ours is so much better. They just put and I'm, the intern I'm really on that. just going to say that. They put the intern on that. No, they just all they do is they post clips from the following episode. That's it? And that's it. They don't do anything cute or funny or anything. It's like. You know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to upload a video. And they also said no in Club Bravo, sorry to jump this, but I'm excited. And I yeah. this is food for thought. And this is just a nugget I wanted to throw out there mm. is that tweeting helps. Tweeting helps about the show calling yes. Andy's attention. They, pay, they attention. pay attention to the social media um, activity surrounding it. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're like, what do I do? What do I do? Um, and then Wendy was nice enough. I think it was Wendy to even be like, you know, and support, get leave reviews for the podcasts that support it. Oh, Isn't that really sweet? So nice. I forget yeah. if it was and Robin it, or Wendy said that, but just like, you know, create the buzz. Yeah. Get that buzz out there. And like, we are all about the family karma buzz because we love it. Well, and I think and... you compare it to New York and New York's just such a fucking mess right now and new york you know is gonna get three episodes of a reunion no problem they're gonna get a three-parter and it's like how many episodes are in a new york season like there should like close to 20 like when it was like usually because i think after last week's episode it was like still to come which means we're halfway through it i was like what well i'm just thinking Like like family karma i'm like thinking about vanderpump rules like i watched a lot of that all at once yeah. and those seasons were easily 20 episodes each that's just crazy and like, we have all the same drama and intrigue on family I mean, imagine karma. how much cocaine that took <laughs> to make 20 episodes 
word, right? word, word. And it's like, what yeah, do we want to support? Like, really, like, what do we want to support? And, um, you know, it's not good enough. I'm going to get on my soapbox that they just yeah. put one person of color in to these uh, franchises that is it is Real Housewives a franchise or is all the different cities a franchise? I think they're all separate okay, franchises, so it, but they're within a franchise within a franchise. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's not good enough that they it's put, all Bravo, you know, no. women of color into these white spaces. It's like, no, 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 no. We need to like get shows like complete shows like Family Karma. Yes. Getting more and than we nine need- episodes, getting more than a watch what happens <laughs> live. Like it's like I feel like they I know. I OK, I. I told Indra, I was like, I'm kind of snarky tonight because I think I'm just tired. We love it. We love like, it. It's like it's not good enough. <laughs> like, I'm just going to say this no, is like it's, fucking stupid. No, it's really stupid. And um, let's get into the episode okay. and more will come out because I know I'm being like it, negative. It's all wrapped I'm just, in. Like, no, upset. it's like, no, I'm mad about like literally when I saw it's the season finale in like a few days, I was like, what? Like, I feel like I literally feel like the season just started. And folks were like, like, I actually folks in Club Bravo were like, here's all the other episodes you could do. Like this auntie with yeah. this auntie, like going down this and like going down this rabbit hole. Like there's so many rabbit holes that oh are my surrounding. God. And like Sean and Pooja's like, whole uh, relationship. They're not even. And Dylan's dating life. I mean, they're just and, like, like not even like, I don't even know what happened this season because it was just dipping your toe into so much. And you know, yeah. And you know what's so weird is like we've had these three supersized episodes. Interesting. Now. Like I've never seen that on. But why should we do the math and before. feel grateful? No, Does that I'm like, make sense. So literally, with three supersized episodes, that means they're like seventy-five minutes long. It's like take those extra fifteen minutes and create at least one more episode out of that. You know, I like, like yeah, like give us the ten, like you were talking about. And I mean, I have to say that every episode this season has been packed to the gills with like A plus content. So maybe that's what they were going but for. Still. Is like we just want every single episode to be like on fire. But it's like, and you, if you have to. Know. Different theories, I, like I, we would love to hear. Let us if you know. Have intel, Let us know. Oh my goodness! <gasps> this is the type of intel that we want. And, like, what is going thing, on? When is season three getting announced? I, I also brought this up in Club Bravo. I was like, you know, like, and again, she's Sonia Morgan, and she's been on New York. Like when she's filming. She's allowed yeah. to like, like be like, oh, here's us on our like, they don't go to Waikiki. Here's us in the Berkshires, you know, taking pictures with everyone. And you're like, cool. Yeah. And Family Karma, they weren't allowed to do any of that while they were filming. Like they couldn't even tell us that there yeah. was going to be a second season. And it's no, like, what is going on? They had to like pretend. Like, what they're is like, going oh, our fingers on. are crossed. And they're like actually filming. But like, <laughs> what's so going ridiculous. on? I know. It's. It's just they're giving they're getting the short end of the stick because what's behind that is they just don't believe in it enough, you know, and they just need to commit to it and go for it. And I mean, the reviews are in. Everybody loves the show. I know. Like anyone who's seen it loves it. So anyway, okay, okay, let's let's get into it. Okay. Amrit and Nicholas start off this episode. We see their rings and um. Um, it's like let's do the X Men signal to like show her. It was cute. It was they're they're so cute. Um, and so we see them like getting off of the yacht, 
and um, you know, and I'm gonna bet like we're going. We didn't see any of Bali this episode. You're right. Like, no All Bali. we saw was her in the yeah. beginning. Yeah, and like so, they're going to like a restaurant to see the rest of the family and have wine and celebrate. And Vishal asks Amor, like, what were you going to, where were you, what were you going to do if he said no? And Amor's like, I was going to go to the gay bar twist. And, like, <laughs> and we you know, saw Rohit but, in the background. Did you see him? Yes, at the mm-hmm. party. Um, but before we get to the party, there's this whole situation where they're getting off the boat. Vishal carries Richa. Bali's like, where's my phone? And she's like holding it. Like that happens <laughs> oh, to yeah. me on like a daily yes. basis. And um, you can tell everyone's a little uh, sauced. Yeah. They're like having a good time calling an Uber. And um, but Amrit and Nicholas get in a car and driveway and Amrit's like, I'm never, I hate planning things. You're planning the rest of everything. Couldn't agree more. Okay. And then there's this wheelbarrow situation where Vishal's like trying to get Rich into the wheelbarrow. He's calling it the Uber rickshaw, (laughs) the rickshaw Uber. He's like putting on his Indian accent like he's a rickshaw driver being like, jaldi, jaldi, come on, rickshaw Uber. It's so funny. Wait, what did you say? Did you say jelly, jelly? I said jaldi, which means like, come on, come on. Oh, really? Okay, okay. And so it's funny. Again, it's like so nice to see like they didn't explain yeah. that, but it's like something that anyone would know from the South Asian community. Like you've heard that a million times. And it's just like it, I like how the show this whole season and last season has just put those yeah. things in and just left them yeah. there. And they don't even need that much explanation. You just kind of get the feel of it. And it's special to to finally see that kind of thing on American TV. Um, so then the producer like is talking to Vishal and Richard and they're like, we're, we're such a fun couple. And like, Rich is like, people, people be jealous of this. And I'm like, I dec- I get the vibe that like going out with Vishal and Richa would be like yeah. the most fun time. Probably other than I think Kyle and Mauricio. <laughs> yeah, like they would be they would be up there with Kyle and Mauricio to go out with. Totally. Just like fun, just all the time, keep the party going up vibe. For and up for anything. Um and so you know, Richa's like, you know, produ- the producer's like, Richa, what does Vishal have to do to make it work? And she's like, you know, having a place for us to stay would be great. And Vishal's like, I'm just honestly, I'm just trying to save money. And right. she's like, don't don't pull that like I'm a stingy Indian BS with me. <laughs> like, I just want us to like buy a house together, which I think is like definitely totally legit considering they've been together for like a decade yeah that's the thing it makes sense yeah and and something else that was brought up in club bravo was how much vishal's mom kind of takes care of him more so than any other and they brought up it's it could be possibly like um because partially because he was a sick kid yes definitely because of the crohn's disease and so you know you you go hard yeah. to like take care of your child and who knows when they how have... long it took to diagnose oh my gosh i know like that's so true you know? that's so true um they didn't say that in clubhouse but i just kind of put that together it's like of course when you're going through that with your child you're going to be even more protective absolutely has it helped him i'm yeah, not I... sure i'm not sure yeah right like is it ever that good to be coddled by your parents that much but you know it, i definitely think of all of the men yeah. on the show he seems 
seems to be kind of the most yeah. like taken care yeah. of. And maybe that's just because that's what we see. Exactly. Like the producers are definitely pushing that narrative. So it's hard to say for sure. But anyway, they're in this wheelbarrow. Bali pushes Vishal and like drops him <laughs> and she like pees her pants I love that. all. <laughs> and they're like waiting for the Uber and um, Vishal's like, I'm going to take a nap. So then they actually get to the celebration, which is where we saw Rohit, who's Amrit's mm-hmm. brother. And, you know, they walk in holding hands and so, it was just so lovely. It's amazing. Like, Suresh Uncle and Lavina Auntie, like, Suresh Uncle's calling him son and Lavina Auntie gives him the, like, a bigger hug I than she gives that. Amrit. <laughs> You can tell that she loves she Nicholas loves so him. much. And what a great addition, <sighs> like for a family, for that family. I know, I know. And like they're they're like definitely all about having children yes. and like, you know, you can tell that they're so excited for that. And And they're it seems I like they're gonna they were, move to Miami permanently. Yeah. I mean that's what I think it seems so. like. like Amrit's taking the bar in Miami Amazing. and can't wait to hear you know, how that Nicholas goes. seems to be working remotely okay there so that's and good, I love but... like discovering Florida through Nicholas's eyes you know what I mean of like mm-hmm. when he gets he got into the or they went into the studio and moved in it was like can you believe this you know and... yeah that's true that's a good point yeah um even though they were in Chicago like it is different um so and then they're talking about like planning the wedding and Suresh Uncle's like, we need husband and husband stuff. We should find a BOGO. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> like, even it's hear the that. most Indian thing ever. It's like, let's find a BOGO. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, so then they do a little puja in the restaurant, which is like customary during celebratory, you know, situations as you do you do a little puja, like um a religious ceremony or whatever you want to do. Nicholas touches the feet. Suresh Uncle already said, calls him yeah. son. It's just so cute. And then they show a little flash of when after they get engaged, they FaceTime Nicholas's right. parents. Unclear and what their Nic- reaction was. Cause we, yeah, like they show this, they show the screen of the phone and it's like completely right. blacked out. So we couldn't even see what his parents look like, but Nicholas, in his confessional says, you know, my I come from a small town of 1500 people in Michigan like that. It was smaller That's than my wild. high school. Yeah. Like so you literally know everyone. He's like, and there's just not that many out gay yeah. guys in my town. And so it's like really nerve wracking. And, you know, Amrit says like, yeah, I could see she got a little teared up. And and Nicholas is like, it's such a release that my parents are happy for me. And you know, in this situation, we'll take a few steps forward and then take a step back. But we're always like yeah. moving in the right direction. So I hope they go to the wedding. I hope I really... so too. And I hope they have a wedding special on Bravo. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. And so they're talking about the wedding. So they're talking about all the different things that are going to happen. They're saying, okay, first day we're going to have the Sangeet mm-hmm. and the welcome dinner. Then we'll have the Mandy and the actual ceremony. And then the reception will be the last night. So so they're planning a three That's night amazing. affair. Um, the Sangeet, for those who don't know, mm-hmm. is like the, it's this is customary in Indian weddings. It's it's one of my favorite parts of an Indian wedding because it's kind of like it's not a rehearsal dinner, but like it kind of mm-hmm. is like and 
everyone who's invited to the wedding gets invited to the Sangeet usually. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people like limit it. But and then both sides of the family will prepare performances (gasps) and perform for each other. Oh, I remember from Priyanka. Remember because it was like Priyanka and she All those celebrities like doing dances. Yeah, and she wanted to outdo Joe. Yes. Yep. So you want to like kind of, it's kind of a competition. It's like a friendly competition and um, it's really fun. And like, so it'll be, oh my gosh, (laughs) I can't wait to see what uh, performances there are. And then typically there's a mainthi, um, which they're planning for their second day. And that's, um, mainthi is another word for henna. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, many people may know that customarily um, Indian brides will have uh, henna put all over their hands and feet. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like customary before the ceremony. And it's usually just a thing with the women. And like mm-hmm. a lot of the women will get it too. Um, but they're planning one anyway. And it just makes me wonder how it's going to look. You know, like, will just the women who are attending mm-hmm. the wedding get it? Will the men get it? Like, how are they going to do that? But I think it's great they're keeping yeah. the main thing as part of and it. And Amrit says he, they're making the rules for this. You know, in a previous yep. episode, he said that. Mm-hmm. He gets to, and it's hard because he said he doesn't have people to mm-hmm. lean on with questions, but I also think it must be kind of exciting to be able to like like you just said like make mm-hmm. the rules a little bit and Lavinanta said she's found a priest already who does gay marriages which is awesome um this wedding oh my god i heard in the preview yeah. for next week's episode that they're looking at an august wedding so like potentially wow. they're getting married next month okay is that real do you think that's sure. real sure I hope I so. I hope so, too. And I wish them the and best I hope of they're luck. Filming. And I hope those cameras are on. Also, though, like August in Miami has got to be the hottest Yeah. Ever. Would something like that be outdoors <laughs> or indoors, you think? Definitely indoors. Okay. In Miami, yeah. like, for sure. Okay. Like, but I don't know, maybe destination wedding. Ooh. Who yeah. knows? TBD. Um, but the producer's like, it sounds like the planning is already done. And it's like, you know, the Indian community wants something to talk about. Yeah. And the Kapais will give them something That's incredible. Like owning that. It's really, totally. Like, it's really, like, nice to see. Okay, so then we're with Monica and her dad at this oh restaurant. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what did you think of the banana split? Yeah, I mean... You know, banana splits are not my thing. Me neither. And I don't like nuts but she, on things. I don't like nuts on any no desserts. Way. Oh, we've talked about this. I don't want banana in my dessert. I think banana flavored anything is disgusting. I will go out. I like banana bread. Do you like banana bread? It's a fine. It usually has walnuts in it. Like, and that's not my thing. Yeah. Like, I'll just take like a barely ripe banana. I'm also, I'm like very particular about my bananas. How do you like your bananas? <laughs> like how ripe? Um, Like the perfect yeah. ripeness. Like, you know, like when they should be yeah. eaten is the best. I like bananas in a smoothie. Yeah. I, they can add like some good sweetness. And they can like thicken it up. Exactly. Yeah, but like good, that, but... when the, they were ordering, I was like, this is just not my jam. <laughs> but Monica was like, we want the classic. She like, clearly knew what a classic maybe 
banana split has. So that's clearly an order that they make a lot. Do you think it was on the menu as the classic? I think there was probably some like jazzed up version of a banana split. And she was like, just give me the real deal. Right. And she like listed off all the (laughs) ingredients, like make sure this is what you put in it. It reminded me of that huge ice cream sculpture, shall we say, from La Quinta at the in the in Tasha and Claire's season of The Bachelorette. How come I don't remember? I saw that season. It was a sculpture. They kept bringing out these, like literally, these like huge ass bowls of ice cream. Where there must have been like three hundred. I remember when Tasha did uh, the floor is lava. I mean, like you can't make this COVID (laughs) stuff up. Right? I don't know who oh she... Maybe Ivan? Oh, it was so And it's like, oh, but... they've run out of ideas that they're doing. They've run out. Yeah. But and anyway, here we that, are. After they had the Sunday or whatever. The big yeah. Sunday. 300 scoops. Oh, God. So Raj orders a cream soda. Monica gets a Diet Coke. I don't like cream soda. No, not either. my thing. Not my thing. I don't like Diet Coke either. I like Diet Cokes. I, guess... I like Diet Cokes after a long run. Like a long, sweaty (sighs) run, I'll have a Diet Coke. I just can't. I just like regular Coke. And so Diet Coke tastes off to me. But okay, so then Monica's reminiscing about how they went to an Indian wedding in London because Raj Uncle's like, yeah, my best cream soda was in London. And she's like, I miss that. Everybody had English accents and I begged you and mommy to send me to boarding school, (laughs) which is kind of funny. But then they get into talking about Rishi and like, you know, I'm hoping that we're going to be taking the next step to get engaged, but I'm worried about what the celebrations will look like because I want you and mom to be in a solid place and there's this importance in combining families and, um, you know, she wants her parents to get along so that they can join with Rishi's family, which I understand, but I also feel like it should be okay. I mean, I think she's thinking about these like big holidays, right? Where like Yeah, it's like, does she think that her parents should be able to go to the log cabin in the mountains and like everyone's there together? Yeah, I think that's what she thinks. And and I think that she clearly wants to host some of these things at her own home. And so how do you do that when your parents don't see each other? So I think it was Noor who brought up. um, Noor from the Reality Is podcast. Y'all should subscribe to. She was mm-hmm. saying that, um, like, according to, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, like, Indian culture, you are mm-hmm. judged on your family. Oh, yeah. And that's, no, that's I mean, part of her, not, that's part of her, like, what she struggles with, right? Yeah, because, like, Can you explain, you know, if, like, explain that a little that more? That, I feel like that stems from the caste system in India, where... You belong to different subsets of society Mm. and based on what caste you're in, there are a lot of like privileges or Mm -hmm. not, you know, or you're not privileged. And, you know, it's a source of pride if Mm -hmm. you're from a high caste or not. And so it's just like, you know, you can compare it to like wealthy families here, Mm -hmm. you know, like status. It's status, Mm -hmm. really. I think it has to do with status. Like with her and Um, status or? Not... I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with financial status. I don't know that it does for them because divorce is so taboo. That also becomes a part of like, is your family unit intact? Like that's like a check or like a good thing or a plus. So 
Do you yeah, think that I mean, weighs heavy on her shoulders? <laughs> Bless you. Definitely. And I mean, it, the thing is, like, often we'll see with um, arranged marriages, like, back in my parents' day, and then even ones that happen mm-hmm. in present day. Like, I have a cousin who asked to have her parent her marriage arranged by her parents, and, mm-hmm. and what they did was they, like... You know, one of the things that parents look for is like, do they come from a good family? Mm -hmm. And so what does good family mean, right? You know, they're successful financially or they have, you know, it's an intact family Mm -hmm. unit or, you know, whatever their measures of success are kind of along those lines, I think. So I think that, you know, Nora's absolutely right. And Nora um, was bringing, I I love Nora so much. Like she was just like really making me think mm -hmm, like a mm -hmm. lot about, you know, I think, you know, Monica is presented in season one, mm-hmm. very one dimensional. Monica Vaswani. Von- yeah. Monica Vaswani is, is 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 very one dimensional. I think in yeah. season one, yeah. mm-hmm. there's so much going on. There is so much going on with her. That's what I've been saying. Is like bringing her mom right. into the picture and seeing the role that she plays in her family dynamic and. It explains so much to me about I agree. why she wants to be a homemaker the the way she was, like why she strives for these perfect Indian ideals I, or whatever. I couldn't agree more. And I think even just like, like I can, I've said this on the podcast before, and I think a lot of people, a lot of, of us parents make up for the faults of our parents, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As mothers yeah. and like you witness things in your parents' relationship or what brought them together and you're like, I, I kind of don't want to do that and have their relationship, yeah. you know? And, and so yeah. like for me, I, 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 again, like I just totally get that. Like just making yeah. up for, and they're not faults yep. of your parents. They're just the way it worked out. Yeah, and like, it's like, well, I saw that and I don't like that. So I'm going to course correct. And I think Sometimes Monica's like over- really. Too- yeah. Yeah. And, may- and maybe, you know, like all of us probably take that too far sometimes. Um, and, and then so- I was thinking about in season one, mm-hmm. how the whole thing with like Brian Benny, when yeah. the whole thing that why her, her and Anisha have tension between them is because mm-hmm. Anisha was challenging her being a good yes. Indian women mm-hmm. because Anisha was saying that she was going to hop into Brian's room in the middle of the night or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. No, it was definitely like... Do you think was, Anisha realizes pretend- that? Oh, yeah. I think Anisha knew exactly what she was oh, you doing think? in that moment. Yeah, she... I didn't she realize says like, that. oh, okay. I was just trying to make a joke. But she she knew that it would make Monica uncomfortable because that doesn't line up with what Monica wants to be right. seen as, you know, so. And it cuts to that's like a whole, her core. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. And Anisha's very much, and she says it several times on last season and this season, I am not the perfect Indian right. girl. I like, I'm not that person. And like Monica never says I'm the perfect Indian no. girl, but like she's definitely painted that way by producers and we see it. And, and I think we see why we mm-hmm. see why. And I, and it's like, yeah, I mean, it, it all makes sense. And it's like the things that she wants aren't like bad things to want. No. She wants to have like an intact nuclear family. She wants to like, yeah. have, she's in love with Rishi. She loves his family. She wants to join together and she's envisioning these like perfect moments. Can I which, ask like, you a question? Yeah. Are you surprised that they're not 
engaged by now? Um, so how much they talk about it? We're probably going on what three years. Well, in the sense also of them how be much dating. Yeah, and they talk about it so much. And this is let's say November, December, and we're I, heading into August. No, I actually think it's like responsible. <laughs> yeah, know? I guess like I th- I think it's like responsible, but I guess it's like I didn't realize people talk about engagement for that long. Well, so this is a thing. Is that like? In the Indian community, you talk it's about like it all the when time. you when you meet someone and start dating, the conversations from your parents, your friends, your parents, friends, your extended family immediately goes to. So when are you getting married? And so you're just talking it's not about like, it. how's it going? Yeah. This, that and the other. It's like and we're seeing that with Monica and Brian's yeah. relationship. Oh, as well, my God. Right? Which we are going to get to. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. OK, so um. Anyway, Raj Uncle says a little bit about why the marriage didn't work out. He's like, we're not er enemies. Oh, my gosh. My dog's scratching on the door. (laughs) Which one? I don't know. Sounds like Luna. Oh, you know her scratch. That's adorable. She's so cute. She is so cute. So he's like, you know, when you get an arranged marriage, you you agree to learn to love each other. And then after you get married Mm. and he said, you know, and then the stresses of life and business for us, things didn't go according to plan. And they got divorced 15 years ago. You know, the, the relationship after the divorce wasn't great. They weren't speaking. He would pick Monica up from her house Which every day but they interesting. wouldn't talk so they're not like hey are you gonna go to monica's dance recital or like no it sound to me it sounds like yeah. they literally did yeah. not exchange words for potentially many years which imagine the strain on monica i mean it feels like they really they just couldn't talk they couldn't even speak to each other not even a hello work. For Monica and I, I'm just feeling like, wow, Monica, that must, that's a lot for a, a child to One carry, child, you know? the, the only yeah. child of this couple. Yeah, and but what's great to see as we see later is that like they, it looks like they're moving past that. Yeah. They see why they need to make it work for her now. Yeah. Like it's never too late. Um, So that's good. But yeah, I mean, I really, I feel for Monica when I see these things and hear these stories like, it's definitely hard. And she's like, you know, can you commit to having this dinner together? Like, even that, just asking that. Wow. And like the dinner itself, like, should we just talk about that? Like, it was like, so awkward. I mean, Monica was so nervous. I don't blame her. After witnessing that, I would be scared for a second dinner. Oh, my God. It was just like, Every moment, it was so awkward. Anyway, we'll get to the details later, but that it was crazy. Okay, so then we see Dharma, Brian, Dharmanti, Brian, and Raj Uncle, and they're like, you know, fooling around in the confessional, like just showing that they're like fun loving. Yeah. And, you know, Dharmanti's yelling at them, and the dad's like, this is what I have to live I with. I love how <laughs> she drops like curse words. Like, I just, oh my I God, love that about. <laughs> I love the part at the end when she's like making rice and like everyone leaves and she's like, I'm gonna eat all this fucking rice myself. (laughs) I love her so much. I love her attitude toward life. Like I just love it. Oh my God. I also think she is stunningly beautiful. Right, and we've talked about like just like being a mom of two boys is a certain kind of mom. Yep, yep, yeah, totally. It's kind of like 
you against the world. It is. It's you against the the, the urine all over the seats. Like that's oh basically what it is. Men out there. And shout like, out just... to the. Did we already talk about Brian's new puppy? Yeah, Luna. Okay, we already talked about Luna. Same as my dog's name. Now. Apparently, it's like the number three most popular name for really. Dog. Oh, I would yeah, have known something that. like okay. that. Well, I guess it's popular. Um. Okay. So Darmonty's making eggs for Brian. There's like a bug and like. They're trying to kill it or whatever. But they start talking about Brian's insecurities again about right. the in- the relationship. He says, I told Monica I lost my job. And she she understands that, you know, she understands that things like this happen. And but it's a big shot to my pride. Mm-hmm. And it, he even says, like, it pisses me off that it makes me so upset. Like he's he's clearly dealing with a lot of insecurities, I think, just about like getting laid off. You know, which and we need to remember it's a shot to the ego. Yeah, this is Brian's first relationship. Yes, like like, for, is... like over like six month relationship. Like that's wild. So there's a lot of stuff he's processing right now. And he says in his confessional, you know, Monica was like really supportive when it first happened, but then like a week later, she's all like up in my business about mm-hmm. like you know like what's gonna happen like what are you doing like you know and he's like you know she and he says she wants me to have like a million dollars in cash to shell out and i don't have that exaggerating um no Mm. i mean i think she has very high standards for what she wants like financially in a partner and i think brian can absolutely meet those standards Mm. it's just not in the professional context that she's used to and it's mm-hmm. like I had to think about that. It's okay. not like IT sales is just not as respected as like right. a rheumatologist or whatever. What is a you rheumatologist? Know, like, um, so I think they deal with like arthritis okay. and like that type of pain. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> I, I should know this. Um, but anyway, so. It's like, and then Darmonte's like, you know, kids talk too much about status these days. Mm. Like, it's really refreshing to see her and Raj Uncle because they took the path yes. less traveled in their marriage. I mean, there's and there's so, this a love story that started out as a love story. Yeah, and I think it just has given them perspective right. on like relationships. And and you and she brings up, you know, like there's you can't set a timeline in life. Like when the connection is there, like all the ex- expectations go mm-hmm. out the window and you just kind of like it's there, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think what the subtext of that to me is like, you guys, you shouldn't be worrying about all this stuff. Like, it's kind of like, you're going to, if you want to make it work, you'll make it work. That's what I thought she was saying. Do you agree? Yeah. And I think it's like, I, you know, I thought it was interesting. I keep on bringing up club, our club Bravo room. And I texted you about this, about how Mm -hmm. I think it was Nora again. Yeah, it was Nora. The reality is podcast. She was saying that, you know, Dr. Monica has had to plan everything. And like we have to yeah. be sim- sympathetic with that because it's like. Yeah. And she's talking about typical gender roles. Yes. Do you want to elaborate women on Women versus men in Indian culture. Yeah. I mean, you know, there is definitely a truth to expectations mm-hmm. for boys and girls in Indian families. And I've seen it play out in my extended Mm -hmm. family quite a bit where the expectations for men 
And this is similar across other cultures, mm-hmm. but you know, we're just talking about South Asian right now. It's like you will be the head of the family, you will like make a lot of money, mm-hmm. you will fall into these three categories of professional life, like you'll be respected, all these things, like you're the breadwinner. And like that's your role. Mm-hmm. And women, it's like the focus is always like when are you going to get married? Mm-hmm. Like, and how do we like prepare you mm-hmm. to get married and like be a good wife and like become a mother and like serve that function and role within a family? Often I've seen within my extended family, professional pursuits kind of come second or they're not mm. a little bit ignored mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I am feel very lucky to be a part of a family where I was always encouraged kind of the opposite. (laughs) Like, you know, like I was told that I could be whatever I wanted to be and that like, you know, I could do all these professions and be good at them and succeed. And like, there was never a focus on like, when are you getting married type of thing, you know, like, or like, how are when are you going to become the wife that yeah. we want you to become? Like, that was not something my parents actually wanted for yeah. me. Um, and I feel, you know, but that's not always the case. And so I think that, um, you know, Monica Shaw, like, I don't know, from the little clues we get here and there, like, it sounds like she comes from this, like, very, she keeps talking about, like, opportunities in Tampa. Yeah. Do you Did you catch that? Like, all these opportunities for me, it's like, I'm wondering if they have to do with her modeling work in addition. Oh, do you know, I didn't know she was a model. I thought it was, like, a family business or something, like a family practice. Well, so she's a model? Her- so she was former Miss India, Florida. So she's done beauty pageants. Okay. And as far as I can tell, like I've seen some photos on her Instagram lately that look like shoots for like, I mean, you know, she's as a model for brands and stuff. Wow. Like if she's not a model, she should be. Right. Wow. <laughs> so I think like, you know, she definitely, it does sound like her parents and family though have always been like supportive of her professional career yeah. and all that. But there's also you can hear in what she's saying, like there's this subtext of like, I, you know, I have this like checklist of things that I want in a partner. And I think they fall along some of these very traditional Indian Mm -hmm. lines, which like. It's no fault of hers no, to like no, not at all. want these things. Like Anisha is saying she wants all the same right. things, right? Like we're seeing it's a trend here, like especially with the financial statements. Right. Like everyone's talking about I need to see the financial statements. Right. And so Brian is seeing this and I'm wondering if he's like. And so I think what Noor was saying just to finish the thought is that like the expectations for men mm-hmm. are like you just like go out and like get a job and like make money and all this. Like there are other expectations that like there's double standards. Like, you know, women like, and I did experience this. It's like, I wasn't allowed to like date. Mm -hmm. My brothers had like, you know, they had more freedom around that type of thing or there was less like attention paid to that. Mm -hmm. But like for me, it was like not okay. And like, you know, there's definitely like, and these gender role things, like, again, I think that they happen a lot in Indian culture, but they happen, I think, in other families as well, mm-hmm. too, I would think. Yeah. But 
Maybe it's less prevalent, but it's like, yeah, she's like, I don't know. I mean, what do you, so from that, you got that, like Nora was saying, like Monica is sort of, she's had all these ideals Mm. kind of pushed upon her and she's kind of like playing that out now. I think it was also just like, she had a plan to take tests, the, what is it, the GMAT? What do you take before medical school oh yeah whatever i don't know like yeah. some medical tests the mcat the mcat and then she had to plan medical school and mm-hmm. she's gonna have to plan up being a doctor around her pregnancies and about being a yeah. mom and the thing that i thought was interesting was brian said all my clients are down here or whatever but he doesn't have a job <laughs> i know which is like yeah and and some people chimed in on that and claw brought Club Bravo saying that like sometimes that's how it works in sales. Oh, okay. Like you'll lose a co- a job with a company, but like you'll still retain some of the clients somehow. Oh, or interesting. Something. Okay. So I think that's what that was about. But that was kind of interesting. I mean, that's so true though. It's like Monica in her conversation, she's very clearly like, I want to work three days a week, and like so that I can take care of the kids right. and like this, and so, and I need you to kind of be able to uphold this like lifestyle with the amount of money you make, kind of, and so you know, I think Brian just like I can see him viscerally reacting. That you to always that. say that, and it's it's always true. It's always yeah. Once I believe, like he is not. This is. I don't think he, he believes that that's right. You what, know what is right. Like I think that he feels very put upon by Monica's checklist. Yes. of needs, and that's okay. And like, and that's okay. It's and it's also okay for Monica to have her checklist. Yeah, and and we're seeing. Um... They're missing each other a little bit. They're just not in the right place at the right, right. time. It's it's and I'm not seeing compatibility. Like I'm like maybe if Brian was like 45, 45. <laughs> and like more established and had lived more right. of his like crazy life and all of this and like maybe it would work, but you know, and we're skipping ahead to this, but I just watched it and it's kind of in the forefront of my mm. mind is like Monica like it's interesting like she's like you know I had this checklist and I met you and I and I let things go you know like because I saw all these great things about you and your personality and like in that conversation like I could see a lot of pain in her especially I don't think she knew he was she was he was gonna bring it up on camera like this you think that's what was going on I think it was just like why are you blasting me on camera and that's why she went to talk to the producer. I think that it was partly that. And I think that she was like genuinely feeling like this is the end of our relationship. Oh, yeah. I could see that because too. Because when she asked Brian, what did she ask him? She said, are you... Oh my gosh, I need to find this because it was interesting to me. She's Oh, she said, are you traumatized? Like they're outside, they come in, she fixes her makeup and then they come back together in the kitchen. She's like, she says kind of quietly, like, are you sad? And he like doesn't really react. I saw the, I personally saw the end of the relationship happening right right there. I was like, it's over. Yeah, like they, it's not like, Brian seemed angry and she seemed really upset to me, like sad. And I think it was coming from a place of Why like is he getting understanding. Angry? I don't know if he was angry. Maybe that's not the right word, but I think he was very frustrated. Right. You know, like he was saying like, 
you don't. So I guess there's this question, like, is it fair for him to say, like, it's easier for you to leave your job and come find a new rheumatology practice here than it is for me to be an IT person up near you. And I don't know the ins and outs of either of those professions. So it's not for me to say. But she was like, I understand that. She's like, but I need you to just acknowledge that this is hard. Like, this is scary for me. Yeah, And I would... I I feel like they were just not seeing no, each other. In no, that that's moment. when it's like they need to either go to couples therapy or end it. I'll just yeah. say it. And like Monica was very clear, like I want to end up in Tampa. Yeah, like I will come down here, but we need to move back to Tampa at some point. And I just don't. I think Brian's kind of like not totally telling the truth on that. And one. it's really wild because it's like I don't know. Two hours to me is like nothing. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, like a, they're talking yeah. about like, it's like Brazil and Greenland. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like sometimes they're talking about like, I live Whoa. in Greenland and you live in Brazil and we need to like just decide. And for me, it's like, I don't know. Their their families are only two hours away from each other. I know. But I think my reading of the subtext there is that they are both very, I mean, we see how close, close Brian yeah. is with his family. And like clearly Monica's very close with her family and I think they've both envisioned a future where they are living in the same city as their family. And so it's this like, even if it's just two hours, it's still two hours. Like the daily visits, the like just, you know, impromptu hangouts, things like that. It's like, I think both of them want that and they can't have that if there's two hours distance. Yeah, and I, I say that as someone who doesn't live close to any of my parents, you know, so it's like I didn't grow up mm-hmm. like that. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's kind of, fo- it's very foreign to me. I think it's really yeah. sweet, but it's very foreign to me. Well, it is, a it's a, it's a negotiation, I think, in a lot of relationships. Yeah. Like sometimes people aren't close with their family, yeah. and so they're okay with like going to live closer yeah. or, or living somewhere just different, you know? But sometimes it's not. And I feel like both of them, like, they want to be the person in the relationship who, like, they settle down in their hometown. Yeah. You know? Like, and I, I feel respect like that's, that. Yeah, it's just, it doesn't work yeah. for that. Like, it's just not going to work. Not, it's just like, the, yeah, this relationship is not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so going Didn't back. did he look done, though? He looked done. He looked done. He was like, he was like, he said, he said the words, that's it, like several times in the conversation. Oh, he did. I didn't notice that. Maybe I did, but I noticed it at least two times. Oh, wow. Um, Okay, but going back, wow, this scene with Lopanti and Richa at her new Miami apartment about when we learn so much more about what's going There's on there. There's a lot was, going on with Lopa Auntie that... I mean, Deanna, do you feel redeemed a little bit? I think I feel upset. Okay. Because people on social media was like, would you would you talk oh, to no, Lopa I... Auntie if she was her? And I was just like, kind of like, fuck oh, shit, you. Are you... Like, fuck okay, you. Okay, if, if you're listening to this podcast like <laughs> fuck you <laughs> no, I so, mean like, like if you said that we're and you all were hurting we don't know no. anything what's going on with she's giving us a little peek but behind the door that is a low blow to say if you were her daughter would you speak that is terrible that's terrible so that's why I'm um, upset that's why I'm upset yeah 
And as we've said before, this is a Lopan tea safe space. No, we love so. Lopan. That's why I'm like, no, protect <laughs> Lopan tea at all costs. Like all, all costs. costs. Oh my gosh. And so, Richa, we're getting, the more we learn about that, what we learned about la- that situation mm-hmm. shows a lot about Richa's role and why she is yeah, so say loyal. More about that. Why she is so oh, loyal yes. to her mother. Because mm-hmm. who can blame yes. her? And protective. Protective. And, like, and when Lopa's like, don't tell Vishal, she's not going to tell Vishal. When Lopa auntie is like, Vishal's not allowed over, Richa's going to be like, Vishal's not allowed over. Yeah. And she's like, and she even says like, you know, the producer's like, is Vishal still not allowed at the place no. in Miami? And she's like, no. <laughs> And it's like, you know, so Richa, Mm. so just to kind of recap what happens here, like Richa um, tells, basically says to her mom, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Vishal and I have these issues, but like when you and his mom Mm -hmm. like can't get along, like it affects our relationship in negative ways. And it's like really tough on us and um you know Lobanti kind of pushes back like you know she doesn't take steps to to like be nice to me like I don't know what happened she says we need to move on but we're still stuck and like you know and then she kind of gets into this thing like I'm not made out of stone Richa like I've been through rough things in my life and she says like your sister left and I cried every day for six months and so what we learn and this is what we've been talking about is Richa had a sister has a sister who met a man and it it's unclear but the subtext is it seems like he basically kind of took her away from her family like they met got together and slowly and slowly Richa's sister just disappeared from having any and there's communication always two sides with Lopa to every or story, Richa. Right? There's there's Lopa's the daughters and then yeah. maybe the right one is in between. I'm not sure. Maybe one's right. I don't know. And I don't want to speculate like the daughter's at fault or Lopa's at fault, but like yeah. there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of pain. And especially no. it's um you know, she's a mother of two women. And to have like, you know, a daughter and yeah. I don't I don't know the nuts and bolts. We'll never we'll probably never know. But And I got a I got a DM from someone who said that they had actually known like quite a few families where something similar had happened. Like a sibling had gotten estranged through a relationship. Like it's or just something. one have you sibling? ever come across that like before? Well, yeah, or like, you know, someone gets into a relationship and then they cut off all ties with their family because I'm trying of to it. think if I know of anyone. And maybe it's not just because of that. Again, we don't know. But it's like, that's got to be hard, especially because one thing we still don't know mm. is why Lopanti got divorced. And we don't know anything about Rich's father. Like, we haven't heard a, a peep about him like mm-hmm. other than Lopa and him are not together anymore. Like Richa never I mean, never we've never even him. been to Memphis with Richa. So like Lopa auntie, no, no. And so Lopa auntie's like version of her life, you know, she said like, it's like, she's just losing all these people. She says, you know, my mom died when I was yeah. seven or eight. My stepmom wasn't great. So I awful. wanted a close family with a caring husband. She loses the husband. She loses a daughter. All she has is Richa. And she says like, you know, my other daughter like was closer to oh me in gosh. some ways. She was more hugging and kind of like caring and all that. And she would call me 20 times a day. And, 
and now she's gone. And it's like, you know, Richa, Richa, like you have to give her so much credit because she sees that pain in her mother. She really does. And she validates her too, I think. And yeah, of course she is. And she should be like, she absolutely should be. Um, and then at the end of the conversation, Rich is like, we have to go inside. My face is getting tanned, to which I'm like, oh, yeah, colorism. That's so, Yay. That's, that's a, yeah. I yeah. was surprised. I wouldn't expect Do you Richa think she to was joking about getting a tanned face. Um, <laughs> no, she sounded serious. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. It's fair. Whatever you want. You know, you don't like to be in the sun on your oh, face. Oh, no. I, I, you know me. I refuse to be in yeah, the sun. We've talked about If it's about like that outside in the sun. Yeah. And it's gorgeous out and there's no umbrella versus yep. inside. So, there we go. I will be inside. Um, S- sun's not really great for your skin, folks. And especially if like I have rosacea. So it's yeah. really well, bad. There's, yeah. Okay. Okay. So then Vishal, Amrit, and Anisha are talking about clothing for their new underwear dance party situation they're talking fabrics they're talking manufacturing deanna you've been in fashion did i've never been on the textile part side of things so that was like pretty foreign yeah um only the public they're talking about like oh okay okay so, you know, Anisha says like her clothing line is doing well and she got a deal with a large American retailer and she's And someone in Club Bravo brought up Century 21 that she's <laughs> taking over this. So Sonya that was Morgan. a joke, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Century 21 is Went no under. longer existing. <laughs> yeah, and Sonia Morgan's But I have heard I nothing about no longer. Anisha's nothing. large American retailer. Not a tease? Yeah. So Not what's going on a- with that? We want to know. know. Anyone can DM us Anisha, for more can you tell us? information. Um, or, you know, yeah, if anyone has, like, I'm knows curious. something. I, I'd love to see where it ends up. Um, she and have, like, they're talking I, about... I, I never go on Instagram, but does she have clothes on her Instagram of, like, these are my new, new hot dresses I've that came out I've definitely seen like, that on her Instagram, and I have really. to say I haven't seen it in a while. So I okay. wonder if she's still like pushing that or mm. what's going on. Like, again, this is something they could have fleshed out a little bit more for us. Yeah. Or like, let's get a season three so we can find out. Um, right. So then Amrit kind of says, yes, I did the proposal. Like Vishal took a picture of uh, Nicholas looking shocked that went around the grapevine. I love <laughs> That picture. that picture like is amazing it's so good um and then you know anisha kind of talks about her love life again like you know living with your parents until you get married is normal in our culture which is right. true and she said but several astrologers have told me i would only be married within a year and oh um, yeah you know it's and then we see vishal saying like i want to re-propose to Richa or something and Amrit's like can you just like not take away my stuff? <laughs> yeah I know but I'm kind of like this is something that's like clearly just for the show right like yeah. they're just yeah. doing it because like the last season just ended with their proposal and engagement right not proposal but engagement but now I it's hope like they don't Do yeah they're definitely gonna show the Vishal episode? reproposing to Richa oh my god 100% okay. like 
there's without a doubt in my mind that's gonna happen does this bum me out because it's like i i do agree with amrit like i wish they would end amrit it and nicholas yeah union. well they yeah. Pro- i hope they will they have to right like right it's so important um I know. and it has had such a feature this season yeah but let's just hope I, I have a feeling the finale is going to be really amazing. I hope it's supersized as well, actually. It better be. Um, okay, so then we have to talk about this auntie meeting at Darmanti's house. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Brian says like he's helping to get things ready. And this is another Indian thing that happens like earlier when, you know, um, what was being said. Something that they said that was just like a Hindi thing that everyone... Oh, Jaldi, when... Vishal was saying Jaldi, like the rickshaw driver. Brian's like, oh, all three women, every all Chitranti and Lopanti are coming. And he goes, Areva. That's like a very Hindi like Indian thing to say. Um, so <laughs> I thought that was What does cute. it mean? It's just kind of like, oh my God. It's kind of like, oh my God, like Areva. Um, <laughs> and so Darmanti's like, you know, Lopa's Lopa's great when she's not too fierce, but you know, we both relate because we both have a potty mouth, which is so true. <laughs> and we've already said we love that. And, you know, Lopanti, Brian's kind of like, you know, Lopanti loves me. And I you know, know Brian's dad is like, I'm scared of her. And Brian's <laughs> like, oh, you're going to get smoked for that one later, <laughs> which is funny, kind of breaking the fourth wall. And Lopanti, like, shows up they show her kind of like nitpicking with a builder at her thing and then she shows up and it they get back into this whole thing about like how chitranti and she told chitranti at the wedding or like that thing in first season that like rach monty ignored her at a wedding five years oh, ago right. and she's still it was at it was at yeah Michelle's and she's like that wedding, was right, not right. right but it's clearly because of something lopanti said and so it's like who did what first like kind of whatever um and she's like you know chitranti is kind of a troublemaker because she like i told her all of this and then things got worse after that and she's like you know and so i wonder i don't know like do you think chitranti like said something to i do you think chitranti is like trying to do good in this situation or maybe yes yeah what do you I think? I feel like it could be either way, you know? Oh, interesting. Auntie drama can get really intense. Yeah, so this is like very Game of Thrones type. <laughs> you know, like backstabbing and all this stuff. <laughs> um, but okay, Chitranti shows up and she's like, you know, oh, you've lost weight and like, you know, in the end. Uh, then they start talking about like how they look and Lopa's like I want to look voluptuous and Chitranti's like no you don't want that like and she talks about how Gujarati women have thunder thighs (laughs) and Lopanti's just like you know the producer's like asking both Lopanti and Chitranti like do do you guys intimidate each other and they're like no we don't they're so like hard-headed you know yeah and that's like all of these aunties are so like, you know, that bad bitch energy. <laughs> they and all that's have what it. we could have elaborated. Oh my gosh. I could like another yes, two they episodes. could have a whole show just yeah. on the aunties. And people ever we're not just saying this. Everyone is no. saying that. Yeah. Um and so they're kind of like starting to get into it and Darmanti's like, I'm just like sitting here so uncomfortable trying to focus on my samosa. <laughs> 
And uh, Titharanti's like, Lopa is accusing me of something. And she's like, she's like a stuck record and records are out of date now. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Lopa Auntie goes on about how like Reshmanti never calls me even though right. our kids are engaged. And Dharmanti is just like, I feel sorry. This tension has to break. Um, And it's just kind they were, of. She was like, well, think about yeah. the kids, you know, and it's like Lopa Exactly, and I think that's at, at what least we're seeing here. It's like you know, Rich Auntie says to Lopa Auntie, like it's affecting us. Like yeah. Darmonti's calling it out. Like I think they're yeah. building to a potential like making up or like truce, maybe because they're never going to be friends. Who knows? But they can yeah. at least like be civil to one another. And I don't know. It's like the whole thing is weird. And I feel like it's strange that Rish Monty pretends like nothing is wrong. That is very interesting. Yeah. But then we learned, of course, we talked about Vishal is now in intense therapy at the like season two, episode oh, yes. one. Yeah. Because he is trying yeah. to face Which is like coming all the adversity in his life. A lot of different women yeah. in, his, in yeah. his life. And so, but again, we kind of like the season we're just like unpacking like the reasons why people are the way they are because you can connect the dots which is good like it i feel like it brings us this is why we we watch reality shows exactly it brings us closer to like their stories and then illuminates things about like our Our own own. and it's like um you know, we talked to once about during the season, it's like it's all, all about, about relationships. relationships. It is. And how you it connect is. and the different ways you connect with different people mm-hmm. and what you bring mm-hmm. in the connection, you know, and Lopa and Rishma Auntie, it's like, oof, like, yeah, what's behind that and connection could, or yeah. disconnect? It looks like they're going to show them like going at it at a dinner next well, week. And I think we should all <laughs> just really keep in mind, it's easier looking from the outside in you know, mm-hmm. we have to have some compassion and all this. Like, yes. I could, like you and I could sit here and be like, Vishal should be like this and yeah, Lopanti yeah, yeah. should be like this. But it's different going through it. And we're just looking through it at it from a producer's lens, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Literally, it's like, this is how they want us so to see it. So have some compassion in your hearts, folks, for, sure. for all these yeah. folks. Okay, so... The Rishi and Monica mm-hmm. dinner, which we already talked about a little, some things that someone pointed this out to me, which I didn't catch at first, but it's true. Like Monica's talking about how she's like worried about it. And she's like, I don't want it to break out into World War Two. <laughs> someone DM'd me and they're like, does Monica realize World War Two already happened? That. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a good point. Like, that's a really she meant good point. World War yeah. Three, which is like, I think I, I thought she said, I, yeah, that. I was like, <laughs> yeah, the person DM'd me about that before I watched the episode. So then when I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, now I understand yeah. what she's talking about. So that was kind of funny that she kept saying World War Two, but you know, she meant World War Three. She's like, Rishi, let's have a signal for when I'm feeling uncomfortable. And she's like, I'll squeeze your hand. He's like, say something like, I want chicken tenders, like something you would never say because you're a vegetarian. And then she actually pulls it out. I couldn't believe that. Like, do you that. think they actually... And her parents didn't do you even... Do they act... Her parents didn't yeah. bat an eye. Yeah, I know, right. They were like, oh, sure, get some chicken like, Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, does no one... Yeah, like, it she's was a, weird. A vegetarian. I feel like, do you think it... Like, you know, of course, they kind of cut the scene a certain way for us to see on TV like do you think they literally sat in silence for that long yes you do Mm -hmm. 
Like, no one even said, like, oh, what are you going to order? Or, like... I think that production was really pulling yeah, for wow, the sound bites. interesting. Yeah. I think, I think. It well, did what look uncomfortable. Think? No one looked comfortable in that situation. I think Raj Uncle looked the most uncomfortable. Maybe Monica, which makes sense. I don't know. What do you think? Rishi looked the most comfortable. Yeah, he's just like he, he he's cool, yeah, calm, and collected. Yeah. I think it's like And he just he, he he's chilling. And he just says all the right things. He's like, you know, I always tell Monica that you guys are so yeah. wonderful and loving and that it'll be fine and and I feel like that gave them the opening because then Anita auntie is like, yeah, you know, you're right, Rishi. She clearly like oh, worships yeah. Rishi, which is so funny. And she's like, you know, Monica is most precious to us. And Raj uncle agrees like, yes, like she's most precious and most important and we need to put her first. And and then did you catch when Anita auntie was like, you shouldn't get, don't get divorced yeah, and all of that? that was that is, I don't know what to say, so I'm going to say that kind of energy. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, like that's, and the, yeah. it, it wasn't even like a funny, I don't know if she was trying to make a joke, no, I but it was like, I think Ugh. like, and then they sort of expanded upon it. It was a little hard to follow, but it was like, they kind of said like, you know, we got divorced, but we're still able to like have dinner but they're not. and stuff. Yeah, but it's like, because Monica I know, made I know. you know. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But and then like and then they have that little chat at the end where like Rishi and Monica this go like, away. I'm Monica's my clearly hands like over oh my, my eyes because this was just I don't. Yeah, even... it was just like I didn't. What what we did learn, Anita said like I'm sorry if I said something yes, that offended you. Yeah, so it was like tough to see that, but also like oh my god, what did she say? And he was like, it's okay. It's water under the bridge. Is it? And they kind of laugh and they're like, we want grandkids. We want twins. Like, and they seem happy. I don't know. I have high hopes. Me too. <laughs> no, you don't. Look at your face. <laughs> no, I do. I do. I just like, I think it's like, there's awkward moments in Bravo where I'm like, yes. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. like jumping out of my seat of like, I live for this, and that was not an I live for this Bravo moment. No, it was like, agree? I want this to be over immediately. Like, I like the awkward of I bring this up all the yeah. time. <laughs> and of Denise and her husband talking about curing cancer. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like that kind. And Mauricio's high <laughs> trying to follow. Like, that awkwardness yeah. is like, yeah. I yeah. live no, but for. But this is like, there's real, like, <laughs> Pain, and I there's feel pain, like there's history. There's there's like real two people's lives. emotions that are yeah. very valid. There's three people's emotions that are truly valid. Very valid. Yeah, it's like it's uh, a whole ecosystem of like these people who like we care about. You know, like it's I could go through the 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 next five seasons of Family Karma not watching them kind of have dinner like that again no. is that negative <laughs> yeah is that negative no no i don't think anyone wants to be at that okay, dinner okay. again including monica okay. and rishi and raj <laughs> monica doesn't, yeah. and so i want to say something about rishi yes yeah, say it as someone who worked so at so many restaurants mm -hmm. when i was younger so many mm -hmm. like that's was my job in college and then it took me into my 20s yeah rishi doesn't give me an owner of a restaurant vibe and that's what boggles my mind because all uh, 
all of the owners I know are just like angry. They're either like angry, they're hyperactive, they're alcoholics. Yeah. They're yeah. mean. They're they're like all these extreme emotions. And like we were talking about, Rishi's so laid back. Yeah. Like I could I would love to see him running that restaurant because I'm just curious and how that energy what? or if it switches I don't know and it's like bravo hello show us what's going on at his restaurant fuck sir and Vanderpump oh rules yeah. give us no. Rishi rules yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rishi rules that's what we want a bunch of like young hot 20 somethings oh. like Indian American South Asian American yes. working in an in hot Miami yes and then we go out with them oh my god speaking of going out um back to the Monica and Brian scene so when when Brian like gets up in the morning he's like we were throwing back tequila shots with Amrit and Nicholas and then we got in a fight in the cab. I didn't did he- hear that. No. I So what? Oh, Who did he okay. say that to? So like the beginning of the scene is like Brian waking up in the morning after going out. Monica was in town. They went right. out with Amrit and, and he was Nicholas. with his parents. They had a ton of tequila shots, and then on the cab ride home, Monica and Brian got in an argument in the cab about all this future planning stuff and whatever. Mm. And I was like, "Yikes!" So like, that's did, didn't it, that feel very familiar to you? Like the end of the night, oh, drunken gotten, argument in the cab. Of course. <laughs> of course. I mean, like, there's nothing I can agree with more. Yeah, like, like that's we have all been there. Yeah. Right? Oh my god! Especially if you've lived in New York City. Oh my god! And you feel so bad. Not only are you oh, so hungover the next day, then oh. you know you need to like resolve it, talk about it. And so that's the energy we have going into oh, that yeah. conversation. I didn't even I didn't even hear that part. And so that's what that's the subtext. That's what inspired. Yes. Them going okay, I out thought that, to talk by the see, pool. I thought that came out of nowhere. No, no, no. It was like because they had gotten into a fight and they needed to oh. then sleep on it, sober up, and like reevaluate. And so, wow. The actual conversation was like, you know, we already talked about it a bunch. Some things that we didn't mention was like, like the part where she told him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Because he was like, he was being a little mean. He was being a little aggressive. And I think he, he realized that. I think he yeah, did. Yeah, he was just digging. And I don't blame her. Yeah. And I mean, I think he just like, he brought up something which I thought was interesting was he was like, you know, I felt like in the beginning of our relationship, if I had owned up to like what my earning prospects were and like my all of mm. this and that, like you would have just left me. And he's like, and now that like we're actually having these conversations and stuff, you're kind of like, yeah, I would have just left you if you had told me the truth, basically, which is like he's seeing those things like that's all he sees. And all she sees is like that was just a joke. Like I'm here. I'm with it. I'm in it with you. And like I'm looking it's forward. Weird. It's weird when they don't talk about the elephant in the room that he is a reality star and his potential to make money on being yes. a reality star. And he's not just like a reality star and Bravo, just like random side character. Like I would say Brian is the most talked about person on Family Karma. Yeah. Like on social media, just like. I think he's really big in the gay community. Mm-hmm. Like every time. I can 
I post something about him. Yeah. People I'm are like, I love everywhere him. across the rainbow yeah. are commenting. He's kind of like broken into, you know, he was featured on the like bracket of most hot men that two judgy girls did and all this, which is like, and that's bullshit. We could talk up, it's we like, could talk why about did we not have all of the men on Family Karma yes, on that? 100%. And please make that right next time, two judgy girls. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just he clearly has felt insecure and less Mm. than from day one of this relationship you know I'm gonna even go back we learn about Brian season one episode one minute one yeah of him feeling insecure from when he was a kid and feeling awkward yes you know being called names yes it's a lifetime and that shit it's a lifetime and it's like if someone's just kind of you're feeling good about yourself and you're into yourself because you're on like we'll just say a successful bravo show yeah. and someone's telling you it's not good enough yeah and it's not that's even tough. it's not even just that like i am sure brian makes a lot of money i'm sure yeah. of it. i'm sure he's saving a ton of money right now living at home like yeah i hope stuff. so i hope he's doing because but it's all like, that paycheck can go into a savings and like so he's seeing that and he's seeing that like monica thinks that that's still not enough yeah you know and i don't know that she necessarily thinks that but that's what he thinks she thinks yeah and so it's like and she says like you know i can provide for myself like I can make Mm -hmm. the money that I need to live the lifestyle that I want but she says you know I'm an alpha and like I don't need xyz I just need to see you getting your hustle on like she wants someone who that's hard to say to someone Mm -hmm. that's hard to hear after you lost your job that and you're probably yes total agreement like that there was there were tough things being said on both sides in that conversation. And and it's coming from like, and they were both clearly feeling really hurt and not heard by one another. And like that would have been- both hung over. That's a time like, <laughs> no, you brought this up. I think this is important. Yeah. Like after a night of drinking, yeah. I don't care who you are. You don't feel good. And I'll no, just say me at Waterworld, <laughs> my energy was so low today and I'm fucking getting splashed around on all these rides and I'm just like oh shit this is like a lot and here you are recapping this episode I mean I get it no but I get that energy I'm with them yeah you're like I feel it yeah totally and we've again we've all been there we've had that fight at his house with cameras on for his show yes that's when I was like that I wouldn't I would be pissed if I was her when she went into the bathroom saying like he messed up my makeup like She's clearly like, it's not just what's happening between them. It's like everything. And I can see, I think what's most tragic about this is like, I see that they genuinely care about each other. I really do. And they're both good people. It's not like you can finger point and be like him, her. No. They're terrible. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work. No, no. You know, and like, you know, and with Brian, this is his first relationship. Like, he's learning how to be a, in a yeah, relationship. Yeah, and you know what, Monica? You caught him in his first relationship. Like, in some ways, yeah. it was never going to work out. Like, you know, it's just, it was not he's even not about there. you. He's just not there. <laughs> yeah. So, And that's okay. That's okay for Brian. I'm not going to push Brian into the deep end. No. 
No, I think it's okay for both of them. Like I see where both of them are coming from and I feel bad that it didn't work out. And I also think that it's it's just not meant to be. And like everyone knows it. His parents know it. They know it. Like everyone knows it. So, you know, it's sad. Too bad. Sorry. Um, I, you, we're pretty sure they're broken up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't Safe think I say. don't think that's a secret <laughs> no. anymore. Um, but they do address it in the season finale. We see, and mm. we're gonna see more from the aunties, and maybe we'll see there'll be some love story stuff, and of course, yeah. watch what happens live. And we'll recap it all. Tweet. Yeah. I mean, just tweet. Um, And I'm going to be selfish and say write a review for us. Just rate five stars. Yes, thank you. Tell a friend. We continue this podcast all year round. Mm-hmm. Um, We are fortunate enough to get a lot of really amazing guests in the South Asian community. Yes. I mean, it's you like. You need to I, hear their so, stories. Yeah. And we want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear what's going on, what you're into. Yeah. What, you know, I mean, I started never. I, I texted you. <laughs> I was so psyched. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to watch Never Have I Ever with my kids. And then it was like, holy shit. What does UN stand for? Oh, I haven't watched it yet, but uh, yeah, it got it X-rated like, quickly. <laughs> You got like, X-rated, and I was off. like, well, okay. But, uh, and they're like, what? We were enjoying it. And then we went right into Space Jam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the original appropriate, Michael appropriate. Jordan. Yeah, we, we switched gears real quick, so, switched times. And, you know, here's the deal, guys. Like, next week will be our last recap for this season. And then I think we're going to take, let's take a week off. I think we need yeah. to take a week off. So we'll take a week off and then we'll get back next week. Yeah. Into interviews. We'll get, we'll recap. Never have I ever. We'll do all of these things, but you start sending us suggestions about South Asian yeah. pop culture content. I've gotten a few DMS about some people actually awesome. recently. So we'll be getting into all of that. And then also just remember, we keep the conversation going about Bravo pop culture. Mm reality tv the bachelorette all this stuff on our thirsty 30 episodes which are on our patreon page so please join us there one dollar a month and you get a buck you get at least four new episodes at least um sometimes often more than that per month so and bachelor in paradise starts oh fuck Yes. I cannot wait. Oh my God. I I literally cannot wait. Is the virgin going? (laughs) No, I'm serious. I don't know. I don't know. I've 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 been in rural Vermont, so I've lost all touch with reality. Uh, (laughs) This is that's like that's the unacceptable part for me. I still haven't seen last week's episode of The Bachelorette. That's how behind I am. And that is shocking. It is shocking. I've never heard we've known each other for four years. I've never even heard of that. (laughs) I know even, it's a first I was thinking about this is uh, what I'll end it with mm-hmm. I was thinking because like you know you and I knew each other and then I was like when did it click with us and do you know when it clicked when when we talked about how brilliant Frank Ocean <laughs> how he is and he's never gonna fucking tour no and we both were just looking at each other we're like we love Frank Ocean so much and we'll never see him live and that's how we like our bonding <laughs> just <laughs> you know do you remember that I actually think for me it was when you brought up Paris Hilton like casually 
And I was oh, like, always. Wait, someone wants always. to talk about Paris Hilton? Oh, like all of it. And do you understand? Like, I this is me. I I leave breadcrumbs all around me to different people. Yeah. It's you. It's the guy that I'm putting on my boxing gloves next to, who's like talking to me about wrestling and I'm like did you see like the Paris documentary and he's like what <laughs> yeah you're like let's just see if they latch on and I latched on hard I yeah I told you I did this thing and then I'll stop uh, called the clinch mm-hmm. which is like in in Muay Thai you get really close with people yeah so you're and you're just like close and you're kind of just kneeing each other or like you know you're hitting each other mm-hmm. and so I got in close <laughs> And I was like, did you see what's going on with Britney Spears? <laughs> we will be talking about Britney in our next Thursday 34. Oh, sure. You are looking at her podcast or not her podcast, her Instagram. Oh, no, I, I, I will get to that as soon as we get off of this. So we got to go. Topless pictures. Topless pictures. (laughs) Okay. All right, everybody. That's it for this week. Namaste, bitches. Namaste, Brittany. (laughs) 